We are LP Magazine, and since 2001, we've been the leader in providing content and education for the loss prevention and asset protection industry, and we are known as the voice and authority of the LP community. Each episode, we'll be sharing and discussing the latest in trends and current issues related to all things retail and profit protection. You're listening to the LPM Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's webinar on what to look for in a solution provider partner, brought to you by LP Magazine. My name is Ben Skidmore with LP Magazine, and I'll be one of your hosts for today's webinar. I'm here today with Jack Britton, our editorial director at LP Magazine. Today, we are also joined by four of our great partners with the magazine. All of these individuals serve on the magazine's vendor advisory board. And as I introduce them, I'm going to have each of them tell us a little more about who they are, who they work for, and what they do with their companies. First, we have Tony Shepard. Yeah, thanks, uh, Ben. Um, so I'm the uh, Senior Director of Loss Prevention Solutions. So I have business development and marketing. And I also work with our product team on product development. Awesome. And that's with ThinkLP. Yes. And next, we have Sita Doyle. Thanks, Ben. Um, Sita Doyle, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for InstaKey Security Systems. I've been with them for over 21 years now and um, have been a longtime um, partner with um, LP Magazine. Fantastic. And then we have Rob Northrup with Cifron. Hello. Uh, as Ben said, I'm Rob Northrup. I'm the Director of Marketing at Cifron. Uh, been with the company coming up on 25 years um, and just uh, excited to be here and partner with the LP Magazine. Great. And last but not least, we've got uh, Hedgy Bartol with uh, Aura. Thank you very much, Jess. I'm the Senior Director of Business Development for Retail here at Aura. And Tony, I think uh, both of us being Senior Directors is more common on our age than anything else, but yeah, that's okay. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to agree. So, <laughs> I handle the uh, business development for the retail market here in North America at Aura. I've uh, been with Aura for about eight months or so now. Uh, was with Access Communications for 10 years prior to that and been serving the industry in some capacity or another for about 25 plus years, hence the senior in the title. So thanks for having me. Fantastic. Well, we appreciate you all being here. Uh, we're excited to hear uh, from you all today. What we're doing today is we're going to talk with our um, our key partners, solution providers, and learn some of the um, key benefits of working with um, some of the solution providers within the industry and learn from them what are the things that our practitioners should be looking for. So I'm going to turn the time over to Jack Britton, our editorial director, and he's going to uh, kind of answer the questions and lead this discussion. So Jack? Jack, uh, folks, what we really want to talk about today is what you feel it takes to be a quality solution provider partner. You know, we want to look at traits or qualities that are most important for us to look for. Um, and, and we're talking things beyond a reputation or a product. We, we should be talking about, you know, business knowledge, communication, listening skills, you know, reliability, creativity, honesty, training, implementation, all these different types of things that make uh, you a leader as our solution provider partners. And uh, that's that's the question we want to throw to each one of you and, and see what you think and what you have to say about that. Um, let's, let's, uh, let's start with Hedgy. 
uh, and I'll try to leave time for everyone else. Uh, you know, Jack, I, I appreciate you guys having this type of session. Uh, I think it's it's critical for the market. It's critical for the other solution providers out there to recognize that retail is different. Uh, retail loss prevention uh, has even more nuances. Um, a lot of folks will, they look at retail and they see dollar signs. They think, they're, oh, they look at the opportunity, thousands of locations, you know, and devices and, and applications and so forth. But it's rare that a solution provider uh, is willing to commit the, the time, the money, the resources to support the retail industry and pursue it. And they try to take sales 101 approach to dealing with uh, loss prevention pr professionals, uh, which is a huge mistake. Uh, you know, the days of, of sales 101, you know, what's it going to take to get you into the solution? I'm going to go talk to my manager. We're going to cut you a deal. Those days are over. It is a very collaborative approach. It's a partnership so much more than, than a, a sales relationship. Uh, and I always tell my, my, uh, my sales folks, it is not our job to sell anyone anything in this industry. It is our job to help them buy what they need. And it might not be what you're selling. Right. And it's a it's a matter of being able to sit down with someone, have an open conversation, uh, realize that this individual is responsible for a, you know, multi-million dollar, billion dollar operation. And, and on top of that, they're responsible for human beings. They're responsible for their safety. They're responsible for the customers as well as their associates. And they're dealing with critical situations on a daily basis. And so their time is extremely valuable. And you have to be able to take that time and build that rapport. And what's the first thing they teach you in, in Wicklander Zalowski? Build rapport with the person you're interviewing. You have to build that rapport with your customers because they, tr they work with who they trust and they trust who they know. So you have to be willing to take that time, commit to the industry, right? It's not just a matter of showing up and having a great solution. It's a matter of showing that you're committed to the community of loss prevention. That's why you get involved in things like uh, the LP Magazine, the LP Foundation, the LPRC, uh, you know, support the orcas that are out there doing their their uh, uh, what they do against, uh, against organized retail crime uh, and, and being a part of that community as a whole. Um, I'll stop there because I could keep going, but I do want to give everyone a chance. But if you take one thing away from this, take away the, the fact that uh, you're not going to walk into somebody's office and in a, a 30 minute, 90 minute sales presentation, walk out with an order. You've got to build your rapport. You've got to build that trust. And you've got to let them know that you're not just here to support their retail entity. You're here to support the entire loss, loss prevention community as a whole. You know, Angie, you, you look at, at some of the things that you've done with solution providers that you've been involved with in the past and some of the extra um, the, the sessions that you'll hold for them uh, to help educate them and make them more aware of your products and services and not just what they are, but how they operate, how they can be best used, those types of things. You take a look at what you've done there uh, now at Aura and the relationship that Aura has built with the ORCAs. As part of our ORCAs in Action uh, process, they've done a tremendous job, um, your company has, with really helping build the infrastructure for the data systems, the data shares, uh, the websites for some of these uh, different workers. What, why? Why do you think that is? The reason being is because uh, we truly believe what we have is going to impact society and it's going to make a difference. And the orcas, the way they are structured, they're structured the same way. They're trying to make a difference, not only for their individual retailers, but also in society as a whole as well, because organized retail crime and repeat offenders 
it, it impacts society so much greater than just lost products off the shelf, right? And the, the impact of shrink to a retailer. Organized retail crime funds illicit activities such as human trafficking, weapon trafficking, uh, you know, drug activity, uh, terrorism, and things like that. It impacts our society as a whole. And so the orcas are fighting that battle, and we believe that we have a tool that can help them in that fighting, in that battle, and, and help them do it better. And so why not be a part of that? Why not be a part of that movement to create the network, to defeat the network? And that is you know, really why we, we did what we did. Could we have looked at it as a money-making opportunity? Probably. Was that the right thing to do though? No, it was, wasn't the right thing to do. We wanted to be a part of the movement. We wanted to provide something to the community that can make a difference. Okay, Rob, how about you? What do you think? I think the, you know, the key phrase that Hedy used was partnership, right? Is that it's not, it's not you know, a, a customer solution provider uh, relationship. It's really a partnership. It's understanding, you know, for us, it's understanding their entire retail environment, right? That while, you know, we do work with the loss prevention asset protection groups, we also work, you know, beyond that with the, the merchants and, you know, the merchandisers and, you know, procurement. And it's understanding the, the impact uh, that, you know, theft and the overall uh, shopping environment has on not just, you know, the organized retail crime, but also on their average customer you know, and, and understanding, you know, what is the impact of whatever we're going to do on, you know, their, their, their everyday customer, because, you know, it's, it's not just LP. It's not just loss prevention. It's, it's increasing sales at the end of the day. And so that's, you know, something that, you know, we feel is really important is taking that holistic full retail view um, and providing what we call total retail solutions, uh, just being fully aware of the entire retail environment and how anything that we're going to implement, um, you know, that that we provide as a solution for any problem that a retailer brings to us that we partner on, is just understanding what that impact is um, on, you know, the bottom line as a whole from not just deterring theft, but, you know, just helping them increase sales and create the environment that they want for their, their honest customer. And that's really to keep it short, as had you said, you know, uh, that's that's really the the what our goal is with all of our solutions. So you know, it, Rob, it's it, I'm sorry, Jay, it's interesting you say what you did uh, because I've always said that a uh, uh, a VP of loss prevention is actually a C level employee or, or in the organization because they have a bottom line financial responsibility called shrink. And in today's world, with the technologies and the solutions that are available the loss prevention practitioner, not only can they impact that bottom line and shrink, and, but they can also, through their, their implementation of the technologies, increase that top line of sales as well. And I, I don't know of any other single uh, business entity within a retailer that has that same capability to impact the bottom line at the same time they're impacting the top line. It, it, it's really, yeah, I, it's really I, quite I, a dichotomy. At the same time, I mean, you know, we find that we're not just working with the loss prevention people. We have to include the other uh, departments and, and categories within that retail environment. So we have multiple stakeholders. And, and it's, I think it's important that, you know, when you are creating that partnership, that you, you're, you have the ability to, to partner throughout that organization, throughout that retail organization um, to really, you know, 
drive holistic success and get um, buy-in from everybody. Because I think if, if you have from the entire retail environment buy-in, um, I, I think you have a lot better chance of success for anything that you want to implement. You know, Rob, one, one of the things that I would add here is you and your team don't just try to sell the products either. It's, it's you clearly understand retail and, and what it takes to be a retail partner. Um, you've joined our advisory board here at, at uh, LP Magazine. You know, why? Why did you do that? All the different departments within, within retail have to work in sync, right? And so if we're going to be that, that total solution partner, um, we have to be integrated in the key um, industry groups um, like you know the, the LP Foundation, LP Magazine, um, so that you know we're we're hearing the voice of of every every part of retail. You know because again our our business expands beyond just the the LP realm, um, and so it's really important for us to know not just what merchandisers are thinking or not just what you know procurement people are thinking, but, but, you know, what are the LP people thinking? What are the other departments things so that we, you know, no matter what solution uh, we're trying to come up with for, for a, a customer that, you know, we, we have a well-rounded um, idea of what's going on. And we, we do purpose to, you know, uh, integrate ourselves into um, the various um, communities um, around different uh, customer segments and, and store segments as well. So that's why we feel this is, you know, really a, a critical partnership for us um, just to be um, part of these discussions. Um, and again, it's, you know, it's, it's an honor and privilege to be on with uh, these folks and, and just uh, to share this knowledge base, because one thing that I've seen with the LP community, probably more than any uh, other community is, is that it really is a community and there's a lot of sharing of success stories and what works and what doesn't work. Um, a lot more than almost any other part of retail that I've seen, um, just because as, as Hedgie mentioned, you know, it, it is such an impact um, just on, you know, life in general, right? Beyond just the, the store level. Um, so uh, again, just uh, that's why we feel it's just important to be a part of uh, opportunities like this. Jack, I think that, uh, I mean, both Hedgie and Rob both mentioned the word partnership, right? And I think that that obviously is, is key. And I know all of you on the call know that I'm, I'm, I'm new to this side of the business, right? So I, I think I have a unique perspective because I was on the retail side for, for many, many years to Hedgie's point, the senior title. <laughs> um, and so I, I think that, you know, one, Hedgie mentioned the cause factor, right? I, I think that People need to understand on the vendor side that, you know, retailers, yeah, they're these big businesses, but they they budget and, and do they ever, right? I mean, they are very critical of every dollar that they spend as, as they should be, right? And I think that, you know, there's also a lot that goes into signing up with, with a partner, right? You, 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 it's a long process, right? You've got other departments involved. There's procurement, there's legal, there's IT, there, and, and depending again on what the solution is. So it's a, it's, a, it's a huge commitment, right? It's a big decision that has to be made and it's a long process. So I think that, you know, it's important to make sure that it's going to be a long-term partnership, right? Because you don't want to go through all that if, if you're only going to be a partner for a year or 
or two years or even three, right? It, it, it should be a long-term solution. So I think it's important, you know, when talking to solution partners about how it is that they, whatever the, the product is, right? How, are they innovating? Are they going to evolve, right? With, with that retailer, are they going to tweak whatever solution it is that they offer as things progress? Because we all know in retail, things change often, right? And so it's it just, I think sometimes solution partners underestimate the amount of effort it takes to sign up a solution partner, right? And I think you have to take that into consideration and, and understand that it's, you know, it should be a long-term solution, a long-term partnership, the word I keep hearing, because that's what it should be, right? It should be a, a back and forth and you're solving those problems together. Um, and, and I, I just, again, having just come from the retail side, I just, I know how lengthy that process can be and how painstaking it is from the retail side of things. Well, if you look at your background too, Tony, I mean, you're, you're a subject matter expert um, on organized retail crime. Why did your company bring you on board? What, what do you think was the biggest draw for them to bring someone like you and make them part of their team? Yeah, I, I think part of it, I, it's actually been mentioned, I think it was maybe by, by you, um, is that, again, I think there are advantages, right, to having practitioners, you know, on the partner side of the business, because you understand even the language, quite frankly, right? There, there's a lot of terminology that's used, right, that, that some solution partners would not know, right? So in my situation, obviously, I was brought on board to help develop the product, right, to make the product better for the end user, right, the, the, the retailers. And I do think that in having come from that side of the business, you understand how to have those conversations. And then, and then the word, you know, Hedgie brought up trust, right? You have the credibility factor, right? Like I, I like to think, right, that my credibility is good in the industry and people like me and they know me and they know I'll follow through. So you're, I think when you come from one side or the other, you, you bring your own kind of brand with you in a way, right? To, to whatever company you're at. And so I think that there are certainly advantages to having it really the lingo piece is huge, right? From a development standpoint, there's just so many, I mean, all, everybody on this call knows, I mean, the, the number of acronyms that are used in the loss prevention, I mean, just think about it, whether it's AP or even, even the name is an acronym, if you think about it, right? So there's so many of those and we all think it's so simple, right? But a lot of folks, if they haven't been in the industry a long time, it's almost like, you know, speaking a foreign language. So it's a lot of advantages, certainly. Cedar Doyle. You're, you're loved throughout this industry. And, you know, you have a certain passion for uh, what we do and how we do it. I mean, you've gotten involved in helping develop the industry certifications. You've been a contributor to those different projects out there. You've gotten certified through the foundation. Um, you're on the foundations board now as well. I mean, you, you have really helped um, educate people uh, provided a lot of extra value above and beyond what you guys do. Uh, can, can you talk about that a little bit for us? Yeah, absolutely. So um, a lot of it is about um, giving back to the industry and really understanding what the industry does. And to everybody's point, you know, Rob, Hedgie, and Tony, they all nailed it. I mean, it is about partnerships, but it's also about understanding what their pains are and understanding where you fit in to the scheme of all of it. And understanding, you know, the challenges that um, all of 
you know, the retailers are dealing with and, you know, what we could do to help with that scenario. And sometimes it may not be, to Hedgie's point, offering what your product or what you're offering is. Sometimes it's introducing them to another vendor or another solution provider that can absolutely help with their needs. And to do that, you really understand what all they are dealing with. Um, I mean, everything was mentioned, but also safety of their employees, safety of their customers. So it's, a, you know, and the business operations of dealing with all the different departments that they're offering. So I don't think that we um, would be where we are today if it wasn't for us really becoming an extension of a lot of our clients' team and really understanding of what we could do to help. And like I said, whether it is us providing that solution or introducing them to a partner that really can. And I think that that's really made a big difference for us and why we've invested so much in certification and also helping their teams to become educated as well and providing certifications to them to help their um, colleagues and their um, you know, employees grow um, with them as well. Really quick here, what if you guys had to look at, at one thing that solution provider partners make that's a mistake? What do you, what do you think that might be? I, I would say uh, not being willing, willing to be, to, to listen openly. Um, you know, a lot of times uh, it, it's a human nature thing. It's that we kind of have, we have our minds made up already. We think we, we you know, we, we've already answered our own questions. And uh, I think as with any conversation you have with anyone, uh, listen openly and being be willing to uh, to accept uh, you know maybe a different way of looking at things or a different way of thinking. Uh, the other thing would be to you know to to be open, to be honest, of course, and, and open and have a conversation. Um, I've had many uh, folks in the industry that have been very candid with me and honest with me, and it has been the best conversations. And at the end of the day, the resolution has been found, and it may not have been the resolution that I would like. But it's a resolution, and I, I, I'm still gratified by having helped get there. So, last question, guys. We're going to put you on the spot here a little bit. Um, what do you think is important to look for in a uh, practitioner partner from the solution provider's point of view? What do you look for? What would you expect or hope that you would find in a partner as a practitioner? It's, uh, you know, had you just touched on this a minute ago, I think it's, it's the listening part on both sides, right? I think that, you know, we as solution partners, right, need to obviously listen to our customers, right? And, and even for me, right, again, coming from a practitioner side, you mentioned earlier, right? Like, I certainly know ORC, but people do it differently, right? So since I've been in the side of the business, you know, I've had to listen and understand, okay, well, they do it this way, but here's why, and, and it makes sense, right? As opposed to, no, 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 this is the right way to do it. I've done this for a long time, right? You can't, you've got to be receptive to them, but I think that goes both ways, right? I think that, you know, we, we, we have experience, you know, on both sides in some cases, or even on one side, but you have information, you have knowledge. I think it it's nice when retailers are receptive to your suggestions, even if they don't decide to go that direction, right? It's, hey, this has worked for other customers, right? Maybe we should do it this way. And so it's always nice when, when they're not rigid either, right? When they're willing to listen and, and we come up with the best solution that makes the most sense. 
uh, versus, you know, they just go into it right away and thinking this is what I want, right? And they're not open to discussions about, you know, doing things a little bit differently that might be to their benefit. That, that Again, remember, we have experiences from a lot of different customers. So we're getting feedback from a lot of folks, right, on how things should be done or how other people do things. So for me, at least, I think it's nice when when the retailers open to your suggestions as well. And it's a, it's a two-way street. Rob? I, I think it's also, you know, what, finding the, the retailer that's equally engaged in the process, you know, because testing out different solutions, you know, it, it takes time and, and retailers have their own process and their own timelines and, and all that. But, but, you know, sort of going back to that, that constant of that, that dialogue back and forth of, of retailers are willing to be um, open and, and keep you up to date on what that process is and, and are engaging their teams in that process as well. Um, it just, you know, tends to, to make for a more successful outcome, you know, one way or the other, like you, you test it out fully and you fully understand whether that solution will work or won't work um, versus something that, you know, sometimes you get something implemented and, and the follow through or the communication just isn't hap- happening and it can languish and, and, fade away and you don't know, was it a good solution? Was it not a good solution? You know, and sometimes it's hard to tell uh, when you're going through those processes. So just, you know, finding those retailers that are willing to be equally engaged with you in that process. Sina, what do you think? Yeah, I think that it's important that, um, you know, practitioners really share what their goals are, what they're looking to achieve and what their long-term strategy is. Um, I think by having those components, you're going to find a provider that um, is going to listen and really figure out, is are they a good solution to be able to help um, with that? And I think, you know, um, also looking for partners that could provide a long-term ROI and be able to fit in with the overall strategy of what they're trying to accomplish, it's a big win for everybody. Terrific. Thank you. Okay, everyone. Thank you all very much for spending time with us today. We greatly appreciate your insights on what our loss prevention practitioners should be looking for in a solution provider partner and your contributions overall as a thought leader across the industry. We also want to thank everyone watching for taking the time to join us today. We know your time is valuable and we hope you got as much out of this conversation as we did. To learn more about LP Magazine, please visit us at www losspreventionmedia.com. We look forward to having you join us during our upcoming discussions and future webcasts. Stay safe and have a great day. You're listening to the LPM Podcast.